Oh. Oh. Hey. Whoa. Oh, hello. Well, that was one hell of a food coma. Oh. But you can't have your turkey, mashed potatoes and gravy, stuffing, candied yams, creamed corn, and pumpkin pie without a little side order of weekly weird news. Yeah, hold tight because you might be throwing up all of that food by the end of the episode. That's fine. You go to the bathroom, you do what you got to do, and you come back. Ready for more. For more. Mm. And the news gods have truly smiled upon us this week. Things have been relatively quiet on the Orca front. Mm -hmm. As of late, there were, I don't know, a couple months back in the summertime when hardly a week went by without that pod of killer whales sinking or disabling boats unlucky enough to wind up in their path while passing through the Strait of Gibraltar. Nobody was quite sure why these orcas had decided to declare war on boats, but it was a welcome reminder that even in the year 2023, nature refuses to bend to the whims of humanity. Mm -hmm. And it was very entertaining. The orcas haven't been in the news as much lately, but that doesn't mean they've given up on their quest to sink as many boats as possible. Or at the very least, tear off their rudders so they're left floating aimlessly in the middle of the ocean. And a few weeks back, we talked about a tourist yacht getting attacked for 45 minutes by a pack of killer whales who did so much damage that the yacht then sank. And while this was an extreme example, the sheer number of attacks does seem to be declining slightly as the weather cools off. The website orcas.pt, whose owner very helpfully tracks and maps orca attacks and encounters off the coast of Portugal and Spain, lists a whole bunch of attacks up and down the entire western coast of Iberia during the month of September. But in the following month, we saw a much smaller amount. Mm. You'd think that for sailors, this would be good news. And that the worst thing to do during this period of relative calm would be to develop a new way to antagonize these orcas. But alas, seems to be what they did. You would look at that, you'd say, look, hey, they're giving us a break. Yeah. Let's, what a blessing. Let's not touch anything. Let's not do anything. You would think. Maybe they sent a message and they stopped. But the last thing you want to do is go and kick that orca's nest. Yeah. It appears as though that is maybe what they've done. Here's the Independent last week. Sailors in southwestern Europe are resorting to unconventional tactics to deal with the rising number of killer whale attacks on boats in the region. Some say they have successfully deterred orcas by playing loud, heavy metal songs through underwater speakers, describing the method as a game changer. Mm. In recent years, sailors in the area have had to struggle with an unprecedented number of attacks, in some cases capsizing vessels despite the best efforts of naval authorities. Boat operators have been forced to turn to online forums and social media platforms to find solutions to a problem that has left scientists baffled. Some said they are now sharing curated thrash and heavy metal playlists on Facebook groups, Telegram chats, and other online platforms. One Spotify playlist doing the rounds is called Metal for Orcas. It includes heavy metal songs like The Blood of Power, Infinite Terror, Stretched and Devoured, and exceptionally sadistic. Do you recognize any of those titles? Uh, no, I, not off the top of my head, but they sound like they could be anything off of like a Cannibal Corpse uh, album or Jimmy Borger or something like that. Uh, they, Spirit World, great thrash crossover style uh, band that I think the Orcas might actually love. Um, the problem would be, you know, you don't want to do too much black metal. There's a lot of racist connotations. The, the Orcas will be inspired to attack if you start playing Burzum. They'll yeah. be like, you can't listen to that anymore. Yeah. You got to stop. They're attacking churches now? How'd they yeah. do that? <laughs> the orcas are burning How down. How are they attacking churches? They live in the ocean. They should, uh, there's a There's a great, uh, it's become a meme, but a Cannibal Corpse song called The Hammer Smashed Face that I think would do very well down there. Right. So, uh, you know, there's a lot of ideas and some of it might be, it's just such a wide range of music, the genres, right. yeah. that one might turn an orca off one might turn it on. Yeah, there's so many different subgenres yeah. of metal too. Like, I mean, it's, it might take a while to really narrow down the I, best. I think the uh, the random, seemingly random rhythms of uh, a a Meshuggah song might annoy the orcas enough. I love Meshuggah, but as an animal hearing it would be very confused. At the, I feel uh, like time signature. I feel like they're they're on the wrong path here with metal when fucking dubstep is already there. I feel like a dubstep would be so much more confusing yeah, we to, to put, an animal. We need to send excision to the Strait of Gibraltar. Yeah, it's, uh, I don't know. I don't know. So yeah, does what? this actually work? Uh, reviews are mixed, and scientists worry that it will only contribute to noise pollution in the ocean. Yeah. Which is already a pretty big ecological problem, because marine animals rely on sound to do stuff like 
communicate, find food, avoid predators, etc. But it also might just antagonize the very species of animal that you are trying to deter and give them a very convenient way to then track you down. Yeah. Here's Business Insider. Andrew Trites, director of the Marine Mammal Research Unit at the University of British Columbia, told Business Insider that using brash and blaring tunes to avoid orcas could help the whale find the boats. <laughs> Initially, the playing of loud sounds underwater might mask the signature sounds of sailboats, but ultimately the whales would catch on and use it to more easily locate vessels playing it, Trites said. Trites also explained that orcas can hear at higher frequencies than humans, meaning that trying to cover up the sound of sailboats that the orcas have come to recognize is a futile exercise. Ultimately, the practice is not encouraged. The only way heavy metal, or any music, could be effective at discouraging orcas from approaching boats is if it were played so loud that it hurts the animal and causes hearing loss, Trites said. Needless to say, humans should not do this. Uh -huh. Yeah, just the limited knowledge I have of how uh, whales and fish and everyone get around, it seems like this would do horrific damage to their navigational skills. I mean, the real ultimate solution, and I think people are working on this, have been working on it, is uh, we gotta we gotta learn their language. Yeah, we gotta translate all those bleeps and bloops and gloops and bloops. Yeah, and uh, and you know, come up with a way to be like, hey. I'll give you some fish if you don't attack this boat. You make a deal with them. They are very smart animals. Yeah. And they, they know... They love they, deals. They, they are well-versed in the art of the deal. Mm -hmm. it, they, they previously, I think we talked about this, uh, but they... Uh, uh, sailors way back in the 1800s or so in places like Australia, they'd, uh, they'd cut deals with orcas yeah. to like help them hunt. And the orca would go out and like, Confuse all the fish. That's and, the problem. Uh, We've been cutting them out of the deals for too long. Yeah. We got to cut them back in on the deal. Yeah, they're they're like a, a toll booth in that way. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think I think there's a way to make all parties involved satisfied. And they'll attack the boats of your enemies, the ones that aren't making deals. That's right. Yes. You didn't pay the toll. And now <sighs> your boat's going to roll. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, it's also worth pointing out that the logic of annoying an animal so much that they stay away doesn't seem like a great idea when the specific animal you're targeting has already demonstrated an unusual lack of fear of humans, and noise from boat engines is already speculated to be one of their motivations for attacking. But, you know, there's only one way to find out. <laughs> Go for it. In the New York Times, they spoke to a charter boat captain named Florian Rutsch about his experience with some of the hot new tactics, and, uh, well, let's just see how that worked out for him. In May, when the crew of his catamaran, which he charters for high-end voyages and retreats, encountered an orca group while crossing the Strait of Gibraltar, he tried some of those ideas. He scattered sand in the water, which some sailors thought could act as a deterrent. Unsubstantiated. <laughs> then he slammed the engine into full throttle, moving away from the group. Advice supported by the Spanish government. The orcas left them alone. But his second encounter with the animals in November was less civil. This time, to deter them, the crew also tried another idea that had been passed along, booming a curated playlist of heavy metal titled Metal for Orcas through an underwater speaker. The animals had moved quickly, targeting the rudder and disabling the boat's steering. The crew had to call for help, and eventually Spanish rescue authorities arrived and towed the vessel to port. It is scary, said Mr. Rutch. No one knows what works, what doesn't work. But what? I think clearly this, uh, it, it, it don't, it does, doesn't work. I do like the idea of, of someone just randomly making a Metal for Orcas playlist and then captains being like, that must be for me to deter the orcas. Uh, yeah. How do we know this playlist wasn't made by an orca? Maybe uh, this is they just wanted a soundtrack for yeah. their attacks. They're like, it feels a lot cooler attacking these boats and tearing their rudders off and making them sink with a sick heavy metal soundtrack. Like, it's like the the troops going to war in Iraq blasting yeah, fucking metal. The OzFest soundtrack yeah, compilation. It, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, uh, as long as there's been metal, people have been blasting it while they uh, go to war. Uh -huh. So this so, could, be, could be right up that alley. The yeah. orca typing this away. Oh yeah, this is uh, sure to keep them away. <laughs> Definitely don't do this. <laughs> but anyways, I guess it's back to the drawing board. That didn't work. But it was worth a shot. And at the very least, we got one of the best sequences of news headlines we've ever seen. Sailors say they have discovered new way to defend against killer whale attacks. Heavy metal music. Sailors playing heavy metal to scare killer whales may be putting a target on their backs by telling the orcas exactly where to find them. Orcas pummel boat after crew tries to deter them with heavy metal music. Just 
There Beautiful. it is. A story in three acts. Yeah, but uh, moving on now to some news that's sure to be very relatable to many of you. The Christmas season is now in full effect, and odds are the place where you work is going to be throwing some sort of holiday party where you and your coworkers will be letting loose after a few drinks and showing everyone a side of yourselves that you don't normally see during the usual 9 to 5. Needless to say, this is a potential recipe for disaster, and that is especially true when you work for a brand that believes in living moss. Taco Bell is a brand that believes in living moss. That's the live moss mentality. Well, I saw this headline and where it was, where, like, it, it happened in L.A. It's local. It's, well, it's down uh, in San Pedro, a yeah. place I've never gone to because why the hell would I? But, uh, yeah, just what a tale. So here's our local KTLA 5 with the story of a Taco Bell holiday party that got so out of hand that it has resulted in a very scandalous lawsuit brought by a former employee known as Alana Betchion. In the suit, she alleges that her supervisor invited her to the December 18th, 2022 party at the San Pedro Taco Bell at which she worked. She was encouraged to bring food for a potluck-style buffet, and her contribution was a bowl of guacamole. Once she arrived, Betchion discovered that her supervisor covered the windows of the restaurant with wrapping paper and also covered the cameras for the lobby in the inside of the restaurant, according to the complaint, the New York Post reports. She claims her supervisor provided alcohol to staffers, several of whom were overserved. All right, so far, Alana, you're sounding a bit like a cop. This sounds like a typical holiday party. Let them party. I mean, what's the problem? Nothing out of the ordinary. What's but, the worst that could happen? <laughs> but here's where the party takes a turn. Around midnight, after Betchiam had stepped outside for a short time, she walked back into the restaurant and saw a co-worker, quote, having sex with his wife in front of everyone at the party, Woo! she alleges. <laughs> Let him watch. <laughs> you thought I was working here at the, at the Taco Bell? I'll show you what the real work is. Everybody, don't look away. Don't look away. You look. You look. Make eye contact. I mean, at least you it was blink, with... You blink, you lose. At least it was with his wife, I guess. Well, not just his wife. Okay, we'll get to it. The co-worker's wife, Betchiam claims, was also kissing her female manager and another female co-worker at the same time. Damn. Orgy engaged. Shocked, disgusted, and outraged, Betchiam alleges that she first ran out of the restaurant, but then went back inside to retrieve her guacamole bowl. Only to find that her manager and the other co-worker involved in the sexual encounter were vomiting. One threw up in the trash while the other vomited in her guacamole bowl. Come on. According to the complaint. That's the... Yeah. Uh, oh, don't leave. I need that. Yeah. Um, I mean, she chose... Uh, maybe it's a really nice guacamole I would have left bowl. the bowl. Yeah. I mean, there's some good... Maybe, maybe it was her prized possession. Yeah. But she chose to go back for the bowl. And probably to double check that she could believe her own eyes after the first... Uh, I don't know. I mean, yeah, this girl does sound like a bit of a prude. <laughs> uh, you, I mean, you just leave the party. Come on. Although... You, you, call, you text one of your coworkers, say, oh shit, I left the guac bowl. Can you put it in the locker room? I would not trust the guacamole bowl after a full-blown orgy is breaking out. Not the poop? or The, sorry, the, the, the poop? I mean, maybe there was poop, but... Not the, the puke into the, the guac bowl. That's, I feel like that's grosser than just simply being present yeah, no, in the same area and orgy. But it was going to get puked on either way. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I guess. Or any number of other bodily fluids. Or someone sat in it. Yeah. Because uh, it seemed like this party got really wild really quick. So I would just be like, you know what? The bowl, I consider it a lot. This is the shit. This is the problem when, when your job gives you alcoholism. And they they invite everyone to come drink at the job yeah. with the people they work with. That's a recipe for uh, some real uh, end of the world, let it let it ride behavior. Yeah, and uh, sounds like everyone was down except for Lana. Remember when oh, uh, that ice queen? Uh, our old company hired a Sex Panther to play the holiday party. Steel Panther. Oh yeah, Steel Panther. I thought you were a metal fan. Apparently you're That's, just a poser. They were they were a fake metal band that turned into a sort of real metal band. That's They're just a real a band. They're real. Uh, Still real to me, damn it. Yeah. Anyway, the Live Moss mentality was clearly on full display here. Living Moss. An orgy one minute, a mass puking incident the next. You can't say they weren't Living Moss. And then open for business again at 9 a.m. the following morning. Yeah. Uh, Alana was so upset by what she had witnessed and what had happened to her beloved guacamole bowl that she, uh, she dropped a dime. She reported it to HR and to the franchise owners, resulting in the puke orgy participants all being fired. 
Uh, but then Alana says that she received violent threats via text message and had one of her car windows <laughs> smashed in retaliation. No good deed for goes being unpunished. a snitch. Yeah. And when she reported all of that, uh, they simply just transferred her to a different Taco Bell location, which eventually, I guess, prompted her to quit. That's such a weird way to solve the problem. Like that's how the Catholic Church deals with uh, yeah. this shit. But oh, also, well, uh, go to a new church. Like, <laughs> the, presumably. They all know where everyone lives because they've been like I don't know when you were when you were younger I I knew I went over to my coworkers we were like friends mm. and stuff so moving to a different location Taco but also Bell, I get the feeling that Alana wasn't hanging out with a lot of her coworkers uh, you know during her time off yeah that's because it's the second she walked outside that's when they started banging they're like hey yeah the wet blanket's gone I get the time to break out the sex party based on absolutely nothing yeah. And based on my very, very limited personal experience in retail food service, yeah. uh, I get the sense that Alana, she's she's in college or she's doing night classes. This is just, she's paying the bills. Yeah. Whereas most of her coworkers, they're lifers. <laughs> They've been bouncing around Taco Bells and uh, McDonald's for their whole lives. This is... Or uh, they're just teenagers and they just, they can't stop fucking. Uh, well, there was a married couple in there. Well, you know, yeah. maybe they're Christian. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, yeah. like... You know, you you don't show up to the Taco Bell uh, staff party if you're not down with the Taco Bell staff lifestyle. They were probably pouring like rum straight into the Baja Blast. Yeah, dude, and it's the they only place. Baja the only place you can do that. Yep. Anyways, uh, yeah, they she's now suing Taco Bell and the franchisee on the grounds that she quote has suffered actual consequential and incidental financial losses. And claims that Taco Bell violated anti-discrimination laws. Hmm. Hard to see exactly how that applies, but um, I mean, good luck to everyone involved. And uh, gonna buy a lot of guacamole bowls. Yeah, it's interesting that she brought guac—the one thing that Taco Bell doesn't serve. But also, you're bringing, uh, albeit more traditional, uh, accurate Mexican food. But you're bringing Mexican food to. Yeah. A me- quote-unquote Mexican that, restaurant. No Mexican would agree with you there. But I yes, know, but uh, yeah. Well, voted number one in America, you know, three decades running. I mean... Because <laughs> yeah. it's the only option for Mexican food in like 70% of the country. Yeah, I think it's the only national chain. Chipotle. Which... Oh, yeah. But that's that's a recent development. That's more upscale. You see Those highfalutin Chipotle. Do you see Del Taco? The I believe it's only regional to yeah. California and Nevada. Maybe Arizona. They added a birria ramen. No. Yeah, I need to check it out. Yeah, we didn't have Del Taco growing up. It was only Taco Bell and then the old style family restaurants that were like pitch black inside. Yeah. Yeah, those are really good. That's a that's a dying breed of Mexican restaurant. The the, the ten thousand calories per plate. Yeah. Entree. Uh huh. Every... Oh, you want a you want a burrito that's three pounds covered in refried beans and cheese. Yeah, and for some reason, here's this giant side of. Uh, Spanish rice and beans. Yeah. As if you need that. And uh, some extra tortillas just in case. Yeah. And also, you know what? Eat to your heart's content. Just the whatever amount of chips and salsa that you can physically fit in your body. Who cares? Yeah. Amazing stuff. Anyway, we're going to light that margarita on fire for you. And then as soon as you guys are out of here, the whole staff is fucking. Yeah. We're all Nobody, Nobody fucks like a restaurant staff. Especially after hours. Yeah. I worked at I worked End at Applebee's. Of the year too. Applebee's was is like hedonism in that place. Yeah, that's ev- every retail place. People are always shocked by this, and all the waiters were on drugs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's very common, and they all have like pictures of their kids uh, on their uh, uh, on the uh, note taking books. Yeah, yeah. And just making sure everyone sees it. Oh, did I put that there? Oh, oh, this my this is my child. They. Uh, you know, we both survive off tips, so... Yeah. You know? Yeah. Anyways, moving on now to some some big, big international news. Yeah. Folks, Argentina has elected a new president. And we've got a feeling that we'll be hearing a lot about this guy over the next few years because... He rock a chainsaw! He is, uh, he's certainly, he is a character. He'll skin your ass raw. Um, so for starters, I mean, just look at him. Yeah, that's a very uh, specific type of guy. I don't know what it is about right-wing pseudo-populist politicians and weird hairdos, but Javier Millet is certainly rocking a look. Yeah. And it has been a long time since a world leader sported mutton chops, but he he's bringing it back. Yeah. He's rocking it. He's, uh... He's not the only one, too. It was, uh, uh Holland just, uh, nominated uh, another crazy-haired guy? Uh, Geert Wilders? 
Yeah, well, it's probably him. He's he's been like the the Dutch Trump for like yeah, he's got pro- some... longer than Trump, but yeah, he's also got a weird fucking hairdo. It's like they you have to have like some very like very big features to uh... yeah, I think so. But yeah, uh, beyond looks, Javier Millet has been described as Argentina's Trump, and he has embraced that with "Make Argentina Great Again" merch in English for some reason. Mm. Uh, but that's really selling it short. The man is genuinely weirder than Trump, weirder than Bolsonaro, and weirder than Duterte. He is he has upped the game. Just look at him talk. Como los estamos aplastando en la batalla cultural, los estamos pasando de arriba porque no solo le ganamos en lo productivo, somos superiores moralmente, somos superiores estéticamente, somos mejores en todo y les duele, les duele. Entonces, como no pueden pelear con las herramientas legítimas, se, apa- se apalancan en el aparato represivo del Estado, poniendo torres de guita para hacernos mierda y aún así no pueden, no pueden, tuvieron que bajar la nota, tuvieron que bajar la nota. ¿Me entendés que están perdiendo? Están desesperados, están perdiendo la batalla cultural, los zurdos de mierda. It, this man is terrifying. Yeah. But he's he's got the he has a That's spirit. the whole thing is like you look at people like Trump and this guy and you're like really how bad could this guy uh he looks goofy as hell. Who's going to Like at least with Trump like his a lot of his appeal is in the, just like how sort of like casual and unflappable he is. Yeah. Javier Millet looks like he's going to have a heart attack like at any minute. The man is has so much fucking anger. Yeah, and he looks like a he looks like a washed up uh, British rock guy. He yeah he does yeah. <laughs> but he's yeah he's like a personified like uh, Twitter blue check comment yeah from like an account called like End Wokeness or something like that yeah. These leftists. Much of Javier Millet's weirdness isn't directly tied to his politics, but his politics are also pretty weird. He's an anarcho-capitalist, basically the extreme end of what's usually referred to as a libertarian, and his plan for Argentina is to basically dismantle and privatize the government until the only thing that's really left is the military and the criminal justice system, and drastically reduce regulations on pretty much everything. Uh, do you, did you use the clip of him just ripping down the different oh, yeah. departments? It's like, going away. Yeah. Departments I didn't even know. It's like Department it of Transportation. Department of Woke? Yeah. I didn't know they had that in Argentina, but he's getting rid of it. That's right. Uh, this would, of course, include those libertarian hallmarks like legalizing sex work and drugs, increasing access to guns, and protecting same-sex marriage. None of which is especially controversial, but as always with libertarians, shit gets much weirder the more you take this approach to its logical conclusion. Here's Rolling Stone, who compiled a helpful cheat sheet on Javier Millet's weirdness. Free market-loving Millet has indicated his support for private sale of human organs. Sure. In June of last year, Millet stated that he would legalize the sale of organs, which is currently illegal in Argentina, and also pretty much everywhere else. If you have your daughter about to die and you need to pay for a medical intervention, if someone wants to buy your kidney and you could sell it to them, The solution is very painful. You are giving up an organ, and if you also add state regulations, it's worse. I'm talking about social cooperation and voluntary exchanges. It's the decision of individuals. What Millet was willing to see on the free market once again generated controversy when he suggested that he might be open to the sale of children. What? In 2022, when asked if he would support the right to sell one's kids, Millet responded, it depends. He clarified that while he personally wouldn't sell a child, It's all a matter of context. It's not what Argentine society is discussing. Perhaps 200 years from now, he added. Might as well get started now. Your kids are going to love it. Yeah. The kids that you sell are going to love it. Millet later claimed that his comments had been misrepresented and that he was obviously not in favor of the sale of children. My we should sell kids t-shirt is raising a lot of questions. uh, Yeah. Answered by such t-shirt. But while free market organ and child sales are a bit extreme, Javier Millet does have limits. For example, he wants to make abortion illegal again, which is kind of weird when you learn about his very laissez-faire attitudes about sex until you find out it's his one simple trick for uh, avoiding unwanted pregnancy. Yeah, or that, pregnancy. yeah the, you know, no more abortions if you follow the <laughs> Javier Millet plan. From the article, yes, 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 Millet responded when asked if he supported open relationships and non-monogamy, adding that in his view, relationships should operate under the same principles of competition as the free market. Uh. I don't like monopolies, he said. In another interview, Malay spoke openly about having had threesomes and previously working as a tantric sex coach. 
At one point, Malay revealed that through his Tantra practice, he was able to hold off ejaculation for up to three months. We're going all the way to No Nut February. Yeah, uh, he's storing the cum in those chops. Yes. That's where he's storing it. Yeah, he's like a chipmunk. Yeah, you you can ban abortion if no one ever comes. True. Yeah, these uh, Argentina, for too long, Argentina has been a nation of gooners and coomers. Yeah. No, they've been a, they've been coomers. Now they need to be gooners. Oh right. Yeah. Oh yeah. I guess gooning is kind of like a tantric. It's thing it's self tantric sex. That's weird. Because you're just you're edging yeah. to like a point of like egg, like just bliss. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, We're, he's going to take Argentina to the edge. I only know from looking it up on Urban Dictionary. Oh. Okay. Hey. All hey. Right. Hey. You know, I obviously let everyone at the Thanksgiving dinner table know. Yeah. Because they were like, "Why does this guy keep talking about his goon cave?" Yeah. Uh, so the second someone starts talking about, I don't know, Israel, Hamas. You guys know what gooning is? <laughs> yeah. You got to change the subject Ooh. really quick. Yeah. Really, you've dodged a bullet there. Uh. <laughs> you, you gotta, I de- you've activated my gooning card. Yeah. Hey, it works. So, yeah, there you have it. Argentina's new president, not a coomer. Maybe a gooner. Very refreshing. And if none of what you've learned so far about him seems very relatable, well, look, he's also just a guy who likes dogs. We okay. all love dogs, don't we? From the article... Millet considered his now-deceased English Mastiff Conan, named after Conan the Barbarian, his child. So much so that he had him cloned. Millet now owns four of those cloned Mastiffs. One named after the original Conan, and the others after famous conservative economists. He considers the clones his grandchildren. In his view, cloning is a way to approach eternity. The president-elect dedicated his victory on Sunday to his fur babies. (laughs) But it's not the first time Conan and his progeny have been referenced as an integral part of his campaign. Millet revealed earlier this year that he communicates with his four-legged children via a mystic and that each dog serves a distinct advisory role. Millet has also indicated that through his medium, he has been able to communicate with famous economists like Murray Rothbard and Ayn Rand. He's even claimed to have communicated with God, who convinced him to launch a career in politics. It's like uh, what George Santos said. I didn't want to be involved in politics, the but dogs, God had a... All those dogs that I stole from the Amish, they had a message for yeah. me. And oh, I, yeah, he was involved with dogs, too. Yeah. Do you think it's because uh, Javier is like... Do you think he ever figured out that if you flip God around, it turns into dog? Uh, in English, yeah. Not in Spanish. That's why he does the English shirts and yeah, stuff. Yeah, make Argentina great again. He's like, this is such a beautiful language. You can turn God into dog. Yeah, he is... Uh, he is very into just America, and Americans are very into him, or at least, you know, <laughs> the the Trump guys. certain Americans. Yeah. But yeah, he wants... <laughs> he... <laughs> I, I don't want to go too much into, like, his actual, like, policy goals, but, like, one of them is, um, like, replacing the Argentine peso with the U.S. dollar, which, uh, from what the limited amount I've read about it, would be, like, for basically impossible, but if they did manage to figure out a way to do it, potentially uh, disastrous. Well, I mean, at least- he also he also he's uh, I don't think he'll do it. I think this is just something they bring up every couple of years to get people fired up. But he is uh, he's talking about those Falkland Islands like uh, uh-huh. like he wants them back. <laughs> do we okay. have to teach you this same lesson again, Ooh. old man? Uh, what's his thoughts on cryptocurrency? Is he going to switch over? I don't know uh, if he said anything. Him and uh, the El Salvador guy yeah. need to have a meeting of the minds. <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> I don't know if you know if that El Salvador guy is like still, I don't know if he's even set foot in his country since crypto <sighs> broke. He has, uh, not, the, not that El Salvador was ever doing great, but he has really, uh, really left them with the bag yeah. on this one. Well, anyways, uh, way to go, Argentina. You, you did it. Uh, and here's, here's just a, a few other fun things about Javier at Malay. He's apparently a big fan of cosplay and has appeared at events for years dressed as his superhero alter ego, General AMCAP. Oh, my God. Short for anarcho-capitalism. Lame! This man is the president. (laughs) And this love of cosplay also extends to some of his fans who show up to his events in lion costumes because Malay sometimes refers to himself as the king of the jungle. (laughs) And also Batman and Joker costumes for some reason. Because, of course, yeah. Yeah, why not? Another nickname his supporters refer to him as is El Loco, the crazy. And his favorite prop at rallies is a chainsaw. Yeah, and some of the cosplayers like to show up in full Chainsaw Man regalia. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the Chainsaw has like a double entendre because he's not only uh, cutting down like, you know, unnecessary government spending, but like I think Bolsonaro was the first one to use the Chainsaw, but with Bolsonaro it was like literal. It was like, we need to start logging the, the Amazon more. Yeah. And uh, 
I believe Argentina still has some some rainforest left. That uh, that time has come. Perfectly good agricultural land just going to waste with a bunch of old ass trees that pff, I don't know convert CO two into oxygen. Boo! Yeah. Who needs that? Oh, also one of his heroes is Al Capone because <laughs> the mafia is a great example of free market principles in action. Apparently, I love this Al Capone guy. He, yeah. he the government said you can't do that and. Uh, and he did it. He did it. We're, and we're going to do what Al Capone did to Chicago. We're going to do that here in Argentina. Woo! But, uh, so, yeah, some very exciting years ahead for Argentina. And for those of us outside, Argentina as well. Because you smell that? That's content, baby. Yeah, this guy, I, I feel like feel like we're going to be hearing more from Javier Millet. Also, like, he talks a big talk. I don't fully understand the Argentine, like, federal system. But, like, it sounds like he's not going to be able to do fucking shit. It's like worse than when Trump had a, a Democrat Congress and yeah. Senate. Like this guy has. Well, you'll get to see potentially what he does to counteract that. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Um, Maybe he'll make a little roadmap for old Trump. Yeah, and uh, history does have uh, some examples. <laughs> things could go. It, it, it's Argentina. Things could go very, very badly. Yeah, is what I'm saying. Yeah. Hopefully it doesn't. Hopefully things remain relatively calm. Yeah. But you never know. Oh. Anyways, we got more news coming up in the headlines half of the show. Uh, but first, we got to let you know that this episode is sponsored by Green Chef. Yeah, get hungry again, folks. Yeah. Green Chef is a CCOF certified meal kit company. Green Chef makes eating well easy with plans to fit every lifestyle, whether you're keto, paleo, vegan, vegetarian, gluten-free, or just looking to eat more balanced meals. Green Chef offers a range of recipes to suit your preferences. Eat clean all holiday long with 80-plus weekly options that change every week, featuring delicious, nutritionist-approved recipes. Choose from their eight meal preferences with options for every lifestyle, including quick and easy, protein-packed, calorie-smart, Mediterranean, keto, Delicious discoveries, gluten-free, and plant-based. Delicious discoveries. <laughs> Power through the bustling holiday season with Green Chef's convenient step-by-step -step recipes, including wholesome dinners ready in 30 minutes or less, 10-minute lunches, grab-and-go lunches, and green bundles featuring clean snacks and functional beverages. Plus, cut down on meal prep with pre-portioned and prepped ingredients, including pre-measured sauces, spices, and dressings delivered right to your door. Feel your best with nutritionist-approved recipes, including calorie-smart meals under 650 calories, protein-packed meals with at least 40 grams of protein on average per serving, science-backed Mediterranean recipes, and flavorful, plant-rich vegan and vegetarian meals featuring certified organic whole fruits and vegetables, good-for-you grains, and plant-based proteins. Green Chef is owned by another one of our sponsors, HelloFresh, and with a wider array of meal plans to choose from, there's something for everyone. We love Green Chef's bowls because they're quick, easy, and healthy. And the honey tamari sesame beef bowls and enchilada spice turkey bowls on next week's menu, they're looking especially tasty. I like the Mediterranean stuff. Yeah, this is a great, uh, great uh, thing to put between two overeating holidays. Yeah. You get a couple of weeks of eating nice, fresh, healthy, and then you can... Uh, you know, do whatever you want yeah, you gotta, uh, on you gotta, special days. You gotta pace yourself. For Green Chef's best deal of the year, get $250 off with code WEIRD250 at greenchef.com slash weird250. Again, that is somehow $250 off. Get this deal by going to greenchef.com slash weird250 and using code WEIRD250. Green Chef, the number one meal kit for eating well. Hell of a deal, but now it's time for the headlines half of the show. And, uh, we said his name earlier, and I guess that was all it took. His ears are burning. Because Bolsonaro under investigation for harassing humpback whale. It all comes full circle. Bolsonaro, whales. And yeah, I guess... This... He, uh, he's, he's, he has a weird relationship with animals. Yeah, they're they, taking up too much space. They, uh, they're harassing him all the time. They're beating up on him, and he probably deserves it. Yeah, but he, he brings it on himself. Yes, I would love to see a nature show where he's just getting his ass kicked by animals. Yeah. Yeah, he, he spends 50% of his time in the hospital pooping out of a tube yeah. in his nose. And the other half Somehow. harassing the uh, you know vast fauna of Brazil. Yeah. How did this ostrich get in the hotel room? It's back. He invited it. He yeah. wanted to fight. But you, yeah, this much, is much a, like vampires, you have to invite the ostrich in. Like, this was a video someone recorded, like, months ago. It was mm -hmm. during the summer, and there's like, some dude on a jet ski is out in the middle of the water just, like, harassing humpback whales, driving them crazy. And, like, they zoomed in and was like, wait, is that our former president, Jair Bolsonaro? And, um, yeah, I guess I guess enough people looked into it and they're like, that actually could be him. 
You know, that's Bolsonaro. Because he, he didn't stay, did he? But he moved to Florida. For there a was, uh, yeah, there was a minute there where he was, uh, I would say, justifiably worried that, like, because uh, I, I don't want to get too much into Brazil history, but basically, like, the two sides of the aisle right now are like leftists from the 70s and the people who tortured and killed and imprisoned those same leftists in the 70s. So he's worried about getting if you're if you're Bolsonaro. No, like he's worried about going to fucking prison because also the the current president of Brazil, who was also the former president, uh, Lula da Silva, uh, he was also imprisoned under pretty trumped up charges. So he was, you know, they did it to them. Like, yeah. oh, it could happen to me. So, yeah, it sounded like he was going to escape to Miami, but I guess he's back. And uh, But it would have been we'll perfect see. because, like, uh, down there, there's, like, if you go boa constrictor hunting, you can just you can just go nuts. These yeah. things are invasive. They're everywhere. They're way too big. They're uh, ruining. In Florida? Yeah, because people got them as pets and let them go, and they took over the Everglades. A lot of animals for him to harass, but also I, they don't have alligators in Brazil. I don't know if he's ready for that one. Alligators bite back. Yeah, well, he'll, he'll learn a lesson real quick. And panthers? They definitely got panthers in Brazil, right? And big snakes, so he'd be good with the uh, boa constrictor. Mm, yes. Yeah, or python or what? I don't know. But they also got Florida man. I don't know if he's ready for that. It's, it, the, the scientific name is the skunk ape. Yeah. Kyle Rittenhouse has lost all his money, his lawyer says. So well, that was 2020. I mean, he got three solid years off of that grift. Yeah, um, doing nothing but... Murdering people. It is interesting. Like, if he had simply uh, shut the fuck up and, like, laid low. I mean, he he had that whole trial and everything. But if he had laid low and not, like, appeared in photo ops with every conservative. You mean uh, Toby Turner? (laughs) God. And done, like, you know, the the conservative grift tour. Yeah. Uh, He might have have been able to maintain a normal life. This is almost certainly the same tactic that Alex Jones's lawyer tried to do. Where they're like, he's broke. You can't get any money from this guy. He's broke. Well, Alex Jones actually does make a lot of money. I don't. I'm not sure Kyle Rittenhouse made a whole lot of money. I think they. I think he got used more than probably more yeah. than he got anything out of it. Mm-hmm. And now he's just like he's oh, all I have no skills. And yeah, I am just I'm a literally character. Kyle Rittenhouse. Yeah, like what the fuck am I supposed to do? He's gonna start doing art. Like uh, what's his name? Oh God, George Zimmerman. Yeah, I haven't heard from him in a few years. That's good. Yeah. This, there is one piece of news about him I'd like to hear, but it has yet to come. Speaking of uh, that kind of news, th- this story and the, yeah. the one from Derek, Derek Chauvin, Chauvin has been stabbed, and just everyone being like, "Well, what else? Did, what did you have for dinner?" This and the Kyle Rittenhouse thing. I saw two identical tweets that were like, "Well, it's a start." Yeah. <laughs> well, anyways, that's yeah. a shame. Uh, uh, January sixth rioter who used sovereign citizen gobbledygook at trial is found guilty. Oh, it didn't work. Another one. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, this Joker obviously represented himself uh, in, a, in a trial that obviously, you know, potentially very serious consequences. Represented himself and, uh, and clearly did, put no effort into actually understanding the law. Because he's like, I, you know, I admit... I'll be able to talk my way out of it. Well, he, he literally just like admits, he's like, you know, the charges are all true. And they're like, do you plead guilty? He's like, no, I, I plead... Like some made up fucking word that he read on the internet. Yeah. And so it's basically like... If he had pleaded guilty, he probably would have gotten off pretty lightly. But instead, he admitted he was guilty and pleaded not guilty. And the judge is just like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. You idiot. It's like I, I rewatched that uh, uh, the Florida documentary recently about the town that everyone lives in, the old people. Oh, uh, some kind of heaven? Yeah, where the guy, he's like, I'm going to represent myself. And then like a week later, he's like... All right, I made <laughs> yeah. a big mistake. I think I was way over in my... My wife talked some sense into me, and I yeah. I think I'll just take the charges, please. Yeah, that's the smart move. <laughs> Especially yeah. when they got you, like, dead to rights. Yeah. Like, this guy, the January 6th, he's, like, in multiple videos. They're, yeah. like, like close-up. Not even just, like, in the crowd. Like, he was, like, on the front lines, like, he, like up in a police body cam. Yeah. Like, close-up. You can see his pores. Yeah. <laughs> like, buddy, just, just plead guilty. You get like I don't know a year of probation. They're yeah. they're really going easy on the people that make it easy for them. Uh-huh. Next headline: I gotta go pee. Woman pulls pants down in aisle during Florida flight. Video shows. Was this your flight? No, no one pissed on my flight. Uh, I, this would be horrific. I. She didn't actually pee on the ground though. To be clear, she was like, 
hey everyone, I'm real sorry, but I gotta pee, and then like drops pants, and immediately everyone's like, what the fuck are you doing? No, and then she's like, hey, yeah, why don't you shut the fuck up? So she just started a fight instead? Yeah, mm. uh, and um, yeah, obviously kicked off the plane, probably can't ever fly again. Uh, getting in fights with people, it was, uh... but yeah, she only threatened to pee, and also um, exposed her asshole and genitals to like, literally like a fucking eight-year-old sitting in the chair right yeah. next to her, so yeah. Probably not looking good for her. Probably should have just waited to go to the bathroom in the bathroom. Yeah, this is gross behavior. Real shame. Can't even fly anymore. You can't. You can't. And no. half the time you're like, oh, that person squatting to pee, is that a passenger? Or is it the pilot? Or is it the pilot having a mental break? You don't know anymore. Yeah. You, don't, you just don't know. A satanic abortion clinic named after the mother of Supreme Court Justice Alito is open in New Mexico. This is a, a satanic temple, I believe. Yeah. yeah, and it's like, it's not even, it's not named after Samuel Alito's mom. It's literally called the, the Samuel Alito's mom satanic abortion clinic or yeah. something like that. Because mm-hmm. uh, they're like, look, when Samuel Alito was born in the 50s, uh, women didn't have access. Yeah. <laughs> she could have really prevented, uh, you know, terrible things from yeah. happening if she had had access. I to... love the satanic <laughs> temple is, is one of the greatest they, cause yeah. they 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 exploit all of these insane laws in the best way possible by showing yeah. through like Satanism, I guess, because like, it causes normal people to be like, well, that's ridiculous. And it's like, no, it's just as ridiculous as what you're doing right. by pushing your religion on everything. By saying that, yeah. So, yeah they do after school reading. They do book clubs. They do like uh, after school uh uh, activity programs for it's literally called after school Satan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but they uh, they they're, did the statue next to the Ten Commandments. They're also they're really swinging for the fences with one this one because like I think they're trying to like trying to classify abortion as like a sacrament in mm-hmm. their religion, yeah. and and use that in like the they're inevitable the, legal uh, shit that's coming yeah. their way. The they did a great promotion. They're probably still doing it, but uh, earlier in the year I bought uh, you if you it was like twenty five or thirty bucks. And you could send a, I just paid for an abortion on your behalf card. <laughs> so I had it sent to my parents. Yeah. <laughs> so like my parents, uh, I, I, they never said anything to me about uh-huh. it. But it, it got a card that was just like, you have, someone has bought an abortion like I, under your name. Thank you for your uh, donation yeah. to abortion access. Don't do it. Yeah. Putin sends cannibals to fight in Ukraine. Sounds like things are going pretty badly. Um. Yeah, no, and the, the headline is 100% true here. He freed not one, but two people who were serving, like, maximum sentences in Russian prison for literal, like, cannibal murder. One of them was in, like, some weird satanic, like, ritual shit mm-hmm. where him and his buddies uh, killed some teenagers and ate them or some shit. Real yeah. fucked up. The other one was just a literal fucking serial killer. Yeah. Uh, and both of them, uh, they're like, hey, you want to get out early? Uh, go fight in Ukraine. And I think the plan All was like, you can eat. Yeah, they're like, it's, no, it's fine. They'll get killed in Ukraine. But they both lived and got injured. So, like, they were only there for, like, a couple months, and now they're back, and they're free. And it's just like, well, fuck. Damn. Did you see the, uh, uh, there was a story. I don't know how true it is, because it's hard to kind of figure that out with stuff that's going on over there. But, like, Russians, like, on purpose, sticking their hands out of foxholes to get shot so they could get out of the war. I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah. When the war first started, there were, I saw so many videos of dudes like uh, just shooting like, themselves in the leg. Uh, not even like I think guns are fairly they're not easy to come across there, mm-hmm. but people just like holding out their arm and having their friends like take a sledgehammer to it. Yeah, just like breaking their limbs. It was seems like uh, they all really want to be there. Seems like a war worth fighting. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, public opinion. Who really knows what the real public opinion is? But it, I mean, it sounds like. They haven't gotten too mad about it, yeah. or else this would probably stop. So, and also, like they're they're avoiding getting you know the people who they care about, kids involved. They're, they're pulling people from like the provinces and just I guess out of uh, the serial killer ward of prisons. Yeah. So that no one's no one who matters uh, lose their kids in this war. Mm-hmm. It's uh, very interesting. Oh, Ridley Scott tells off French critics who dislike Napoleon. The French don't even like themselves. <laughs> He's not wrong. <laughs> I also love that he was like, yeah, I don't know if they blew up the pyramids with uh, cannons. But it's but, pretty cool. But it's, yeah, it looks good and it really sums up like they, they, they yeah. conquered it. So, you know, that's a really fast way of telling 
people that yeah the history yada 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 historians are all mad because like the movie takes a bunch of liberties and shows a bunch of stuff that's like, an action didn't film happen um and like the french in particular i guess mad because it really scott's english and they're like this feels like it's being told from an english perspective and it's like well yeah, yeah it, it fucking is yeah um but uh yeah i don't know i've heard it's long and but fun i don't know if i'll see it i'm i'm I think I'm seeing it tonight, so I'll let oh, you know. Yeah, let me know. Yeah. Um, it's not incredibly long. It's two and a half hours, which oh. which these days sounds like, you know, easy. Yeah. Oh, I guess, yeah, he was taught, he already has his, you know, his signature Ridley Scott director's cut. I think it's like four hours long. Good. So maybe I'll just wait for that and make a week out of it. Uh-huh. Retiree records bat sex in church attic, helps scientists solve mystery of species super long penis. They don't hang by their claws. They hang by their penis. Uh, yeah, I, I guess this, this specific this specific species of bat has just like one of the biggest dong to body ratios. And they're like, what's that for? Because they're like the vagina, very they're small. small. And yeah, they use it just sort of as like a, you know, robotic arm. They're just like, like an elephant's trunk? Uh, yeah, kind yeah. of to just, you know, deposit. Yeah. There's no, there's no penetration at all. It's just a little, you put it there. But then I guess they also... It's like a refueling a plane. Yeah. Like refueling a fighter jet. You got to have a long refueling arm. Yeah. And that way you just kind of like... But also like, I mean, it seems seems like a pretty easy handoff, but they said some of these bats, they'll just, they'll be like that for hours mm. in the act of coitus. Mm -hmm. So I don't know why that's it called, takes uh, so That's what the Mormons do. It's called like pickling or something. <laughs> Pickling? They, I, <laughs> I think they have a different no, term they have for a, it. No, they have a... Fuck, what is the word for it? <laughs> oh, God, it's such a funny word. Keep where guessing, they, It's where... I don't, is this real? I just... I heard this on the internet a long time ago, but it's like Mormons, they're like, it's not sex if you just put your penis in and neither of you moves and you just sit like... <laughs> Soaking. <laughs> Soaking, that's right. It says... <laughs> it has a Wikipedia article. Hold on. This is a real thing. <laughs> the, the, don't look up this article because the image is, is... Oh my God. Yeah, I can't. Uh, can't yeah. That. Reportedly used by some members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. I love, I love how they, they're just like, uh, we figured out a new way to trick God. <laughs> yeah. He'll never know. Apparently they're all like really into like anal too. Yeah, that's what I said. And, the, the, uh, the song we mentioned in the last yeah, episode. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, soaking serves as a purported loophole to the LDS Church's sexual code of conduct called the Law of Chastity, which states that all sex outside of a heterosexual marriage is a sin. Uh, it further bars masturbation. This uh, purport purportedly circumvents the Church's restrictions. Uh, top leaders have stated that it is wrong to touch the private parts of another person's body, even if clothed. So I don't know. I don't know. God's just up there being like, damn it! Oh, they, they got, got me again! again. No! Oh, jeez! <sighs> well, you win, humans. I didn't Soak smite, away. Them, smite them hard enough. The Rolling Stones announced tour sponsored by AARP. And I mean, it makes the, sense. These guys are in their fucking 80s now. This, yeah. is, this is actually long overdue. Yeah. But uh, yeah, the best part is all the pre-sale for all these shows, you got to log in with your AARP account. I had an AARP for a while just because I thought it was funny that I could get it. Uh, I think after 35, you can get it. What? Yeah. What is it? What do you What do you get with AARP? Dude, it's like it's just discounts to like old people shit. So it's not even worth yeah. getting. They always send me shit because like, uh, my my information and my dad's information are just forever just fucking stuck together for some reason. Mm -hmm. Uh, so I get a bunch. Like I constantly get mail for seniors. Yeah, there's like Medicaid shit. Uh, but yeah, AARP very very aggressive. I, I Elliot, you are seventy five years old. Yeah. Why haven't you joined us yet? The brief period of time i only had it for a year because like a year membership was like i don't know it was like 30 bucks or something but uh they you can get like hotel codes and stuff mm. for discounts at hotels but it's not like i looked up if you have an account at a hotel chain and get like a member yeah price and it's the same thing so i didn't find it to be beneficial mm. but i did get the magazine every month with like seniors playing pickleball on the cover yeah, <laughs> new article how to open pdf how to open pickle jar Report, SBF is using fish as currency in prison. Yeah. Tinned fish? Uh, yeah, mackerel. Yeah. 
I guess they banned, they banned cigarettes in federal prison prison uh, several years ago. That was the original currency. Yeah. Uh, so now the, other, the, the currency that took cigarettes place is canned fish. All these prisoners are going to have gout. I mean... Better than lung cancer, I guess. Yeah. Um, and yeah, like the, the fish, they, they have a they're shelf stable. Yeah. Um, the value of mackerel doesn't fluctuate. Mm-hmm. Really? So it's a, it is a cryptocurrency for I, prison. And, and SBF, he's learning the ropes of this mackerel trade. He's going to be, he's going to start a mackerel exchange that immediately collapses and gets him uh, stabbed. Yeah, he's going to be, he's going to tell all the other prisoners that he's doing it for that, like, what is it, like, uh, altruistic? Yeah, effective altruism. Yeah, he's like, no, I don't, I'm selling all these mackerel so that I can make prison a better place. Uh-huh. But instead, he's just he's off in his polycule somewhere, just fucking and sucking. Yeah. Uh, Tinfish is like apparently, I only know this because of meme accounts, very popular with Gen Z. They love Tinfish. It's a very like hip thing to eat, apparently. What? Look, that's what the meme accounts say. And I don't know, so I have to trust them. You tell us in the comments. I don't care. Is a Tinfish I mean, popular with the kids? Good for them. Yeah. It doesn't affect me because I don't eat that shit. <laughs> Either I'm way. Not, I like the, the like. salmon. The tinned salmon's good. It's fine. I'm not eating, uh, you know, uh, what is it? Anchovies. I mean. The salmon's good, though. Trader Joe's has a tinned salmon. So yeah, they, they do. It's, it's fine. Yeah. It's fine. Um, but right now, after Thanksgiving, I can't even think about food. No. Oh, too much food over Thanksgiving. Yeah, I'm going to go back to sleep now. So yes. that's it. Uh, I hope you liked the episode and you go take a nap too. But before you do that, uh-huh. uh, make sure you like the video. Like, Come on. What like are you doing? It what? Does, I finally, now it finally does the thing for me. Oh, good. Um, like the video. Make sure you like it. You leave a comment. You reply to a comment. You talk about your favorite style of tinned fish. Engagement. Give us engagement. Yes. Are the Zoomers really eating tinned fish? Or, uh-huh. is this, or, or was that just a lie? And uh, please make sure you watch our beautiful Thanksgiving uh, episode and also Elon going thermonuclear. Uh, Plenty of stuff for you to catch up on. We'll be back next week for more episodes. See you soon. Bye-bye.